Spider-Woman and Nico join Jessica Jones and Captain Marvel in the brand new A-Force team in Marvel Strike Force. Are you excited? We'll cover this and more in the UK's number one Marvel Strike Force podcast, the MSF Pod. Greetings, Commanders. Welcome to episode 69 of the UK's number one podcast on Marvel Strike Force, the MSF Pod. This podcast covers everything that's happening in the world of Marvel Strike Force, which is a mobile hero collector game available where you play mobile games. We are the lads from 4Play Gaming. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 4Play UK. Don't forget to follow, subscribe and tell your alliance mates about us if you enjoy this podcast and a massive thank you to you for your support. We are looking for MSF Pod sponsors. If you are interested, send us an email to 4pgamingteam at gmail.com. And introducing the crew today, we have the kit man and resident expert on all things Marvel, Diggs. How you doing, mate? Good, mate. Sexy edition of the MSF Pod. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too hot to handle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so how's things, man? How you doing? Hey, uh, how's everything going? Yeah, all good. All good. New location for those who watch the video, we'll see. That's it, yeah. Looking good. Looking fleeky, mate. <laughs> Love it. Uh, right, so first and foremost, mate, did you get any good pulls this week? Any upgrades, Red Stars, and what have you been working on team-wise? Um, no, I didn't get anything good this week at all. No no good no good pulls whatsoever. Um, I'm still pretty much only working on the Dark Cold team, so I've just been blitzing my life away um, for the last few months for Agatha um, and saving for saving all my stuff so I can upgrade her and Wong as soon as I unlock them. Um, so yeah, that, that's about it for me. Nothing, uh, nothing massively exciting, I'm afraid. Okay, that's fine, mate. No worries. Um, how are you getting on with the Agatha event? We might as well cover that now. I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah, I really don't like it. I don't think it's been well done at all, to be honest. Um, it forces you to blitz a hell of a lot for not very good rewards. Yeah. Five shards out of an orb, you've got to do something like 40 blitzes to, to unlock. Um Seems rather tweet. Are you um are you bothering to spend the cores as well? Not at the moment because there's nothing worthwhile for me to spend the cores on. So I will probably spend the cores when the one orb comes back. I'm hoping next week when his blitz is back. Yeah. Um, because I need um I need a few more shards, fed 10, 15 shards or something to unlock it. So I'll probably buy a couple of his orbs to unlock him. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, no, I'm not, I'm not just going to spend course for the sake of spending course for this event. If there's something worthwhile, then, then I'll do it. But there's, there's not at the minute, so, so no. Yeah. From, from memory, that, that milestone that she's in, like the, the rewards, I mean, they're not, they're not amazing, are they? Like, I don't think you get like a heap of her shards or anything, do you? No, no, it's terrible. Okay, so no more. Okay, so I mean, that's the, uh, that's the, uh, the Granny Agatha, um, thing uh covered i guess oh, i don't yeah. need to talk not well, <laughs> okay um right so uh let's jump into it i mean for me nothing really uh new to report um i've been leveling morgan the fay up uh getting her up because she's appearing more and more in my arena shard is it is that the same for you like are you finding you're seeing a lot of those teams or i'm just, i'm not seeing many i'm still seeing the old meta of um Icarus and Cersei, and then anyone who can make them faster. Yeah, um, okay. I'm seeing mostly, um, but I imagine if I started getting higher, then I would start seeing them because still around 100, 110, 120 odd mark most of the time. Right, okay. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 
that team is going to be is going to be awesome. The minute I've got them all unlocked and leveled up, and I'm going to start raging through, raging through arena with them. I think. Yeah, for, I'll make for sure. Like it's um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty frightening. Like I've um, I I, I keep coming up against like hybrids. I've seen like I I went up against like the full team in um in real time arena today, but I wasn't really paying attention. You know what I mean? I just sort of looked over and I was like. I've been, I just got smoked by that team, but um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I, I like it, it's only hybrids at the moment because I don't think, yeah, I don't know, I, I, I don't think there's many people that have got the whole team in my arena shard yet, but, no. but I mean, everyone pretty much has Morgan the Fay now, so she's she's creeping up a lot more. So yeah. I haven't really, good. sorry, go on. Say so she's good, Morgan the Fay. Yeah. I haven't really um I haven't really played with it to be honest. I've been um I've been using her in real time arena. Um I've been using a team of Doctor Strange Heartless, Morgan Fay, Cloak and Dagger, and Doom in real time arena for the last few days and just smashing people to bits. Yeah. Mate. Fun. I, I I tell you what, dude, I absolutely love Doctor Doom. Like, I mean I, I always have, but I mean he's he's just so much fun, isn't he? Ridiculous. There's, there's yeah. nothing other more than coming up against a team of somebody who can't ability block. It's just, yeah. Just, they're just like, they either try and smoke him as quick as they can, which never works because then he just gets that speed boost and then time platform, game over. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, oh, yeah. What I'm finding at the moment is if people haven't got ability block, they're trying to take out um, Agatha, not Agatha, sorry, Morgan the Fade quickly and, and just can't do it. She's just too strong. So then I'm just wasting a load of turns on Morgan Lafay. She gets back to full health, and they're just like brilliant. As like cloak, cloak and well, Dad, cloak rather puts on about a million negative effects, and then Dagger comes in with a big damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's wicked. Is am I? Am I, right? I can't remember if this is accurate or not, but doesn't Morgan have a massive health pool as well? Yeah, she's got big health pool and big barrier. Mm. Big thick barrier. Big two C's, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so. Um, Let's have a look at what happened last week. Uh, I've got some salt, salty stuff to talk about, first of all, mate. And I've, I've written some stuff down in regards to last week, as in regards to the Scourge event from last week. So um, just to refrain from using expletives and, you know, all of that. And it's all in relate. In the words of taste buds, it's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. All right, so uh, so last week um, a blog post got dropped, um, sort of a, a smaller blog post, um, saying uh, pestilence scourge event issues. Um, so I'll, uh, mate, I'll I'll do this first bit and then you hit the uh, the second paragraph there. Yeah? All right, so with the pestilence scourge event in full swing, there have been a few issues and we want to provide you with some updates. Uh, first, there have been a number of accounts that have appeared on the leaderboards that clearly could not have earned the points necessary to get there. The dev team is manually reviewing each of these profiles in real time and banning any accounts that fraudulently acquired those points. To maintain the integrity of the rank rewards, there will be a delay period of 24 hours after the event ends to allow time to review the final standings beyond the top 100 on the leaderboards and remove any accounts that didn't rightfully earn their place. As there are many accounts to review, this does not mean... Sorry, this does mean that there will be a delay in delivering shards for Morgan Le Fay, but will we work as quickly as possible to minimise the waiting time? Uh, after you, mate. Secondly, there are several scourges that are currently not functioning and are basically free points. As many players are uh, have already been able to take advantage of this, we will leave these scourges unchanged for the duration of the event. 
these function uh, sorry these functionality of the scourges the functionality of these scourges i think is what they meant to say and mm. um, fixed for the next scourge event and that is dark resolve one and two vile rally poisoned energy one and back in the fight um, and to ensure all players are aware of this we are updating the description of these scourges likely today which i think was a few days ago and mm -hmm. um, uh, these will get three points for adding these to your run we're also extending the duration of the scourge events to allow players to utilize these scourges if they wish um, third, there is an aspect of the efficiency system designed for tiebreakers that does not match the design intention. The current function is that the system only counts your efficiency for the last battle in a given node instead of the intended function of counting all battles that occur in that node. Again, as many players have already been able to use this, we will leave it unchanged until the next Scourge event. Keep in mind that this only affects tiebreaker scores and adds a small amount of points to the total. And finally... We saw questions in regards to the ICU Scourge and how it interacts with a character like Spider-Man Miles to activate stealth at the start of the battle. The combat modifier for the Scourge is not actually active when on spawn. Passive abilities are applied. Basically, the current interaction is working as intended. Uh, please pardon our dust in this first iteration of the Scourge event and we'll be sending out some general compensation in the next future in the next future, in the near future, to all players eligible to participate in the Scourge event as an appreciation for your patience while we work out the kinks. And keep in mind that the best in Scourge event will run another iteration in the future and master rewards can be earned again. There will be more opportunities to earn additional character shots from Morgan Fay. We are thrilled to see so many players expressing how much fun they are having in the Pestilent Scourge event and will work to ensure that future Scourge events are even better. Okay. So um, just really quickly in relation to this blog post, um, um, on Reddit, someone uh, the question was asked, will the Scourge event run a second time before the first Apocalypse event? And Cerebro popped up and said, yes, the Pestilent... And this is his, this is exact quote. Yes, the Pestilent Scourge event will run again before Apocalypse is available. Um, so does, it, you know, does that say to you, like, you might as well level up your Dark Hunters or...? Um... Well, I suppose so, but mm. the argument is, will it be the exact same event? Will it be the same, like, will it require the same, will it have the same requirements and stuff like that? Or by the time it rolls around for a second time, will it be a different, will it be the next two newest set of characters? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Will it be the A team and whoever it is, the next new set? So, yeah. I don't know. Still, I'm still really upset with those Dark Hunters. Yeah. I know, I know they're going to win me over when they have played to that team and I'm going to eat, eat crow, eat delicious crow for <laughs> weeks. After them. But I just, I'm just so annoyed that they've built a team with the sole purpose to beat heroes for hire and you can't even punch up. Stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Right, okay. So um, here, come, here comes the Luke moaning um, seg segment of the show. So if you want to... Uh, if you want to fast forward it, you know, it, it won't take long. Um, I'm just going to jump up and down the screen for a while. And then, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, Donkey Kong it in the, uh, in, in the chat. Right. Uh, so my point of view is this. Um, stop saying issues. It's beginning to irritate me. Um, people are cheating and exploiting the game. And having this, like, sterile, nicey-nicey approach isn't going to do anything. Like, um, clearly it hasn't done anything yet. Um, people are literally taking the piss out of you like regularly at this point and saying we're looking at these accounts individually 
just makes you sound like understaffed and incompetent. And the only people it's affecting are the super engaged people that enjoy the game. You know what I mean? Saying we're only going to deal with the top 100 literally says to me that, you know, people like you and me who are, you know, mid-end game players, whatever you want to call it, you know, that means you're not going to pay attention to those, to, to that. You know what I mean? It's just the top 100 where all the whales live. No, I think from what the way that reads to me is that they are looking beyond the top 100. So, okay. when the rank wars, there will be a delay period of 24 hours after the event is to allow time to review the final standing that's beyond the top 100. Okay. So, they're reviewing more than the top 100 after the thing ends. Okay. All right. It just, it just frustrates me, mate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, there's one thing. It's really difficult. We talked about it a few times. There's one thing to allow a bug in your game that can allow people to exploit the leaderboards, like there was with an event a while ago, where if you did it at a certain time, you got double points or whatever. It was. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, it was the um, alliance alliance cheat. Yeah, yeah. So that little exploit, that's one thing. That's you need to go in there and fix that. This yeah. to me, people are doing hacking, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're playing the game in a certain way, which is allowing them to climb the leaderboards. This seems like they are hacking or doing something in the back end of the game, putting themselves in a place where they shouldn't be. And I don't really know how you can get around that. Mm. Really, really difficult. Um, yeah. They should be better prepared. A company with this big at this stage should have better security, again, for lack of a better term, okay. um, stuff like this. Um, and I suppose the efficiency of how they resolve the cheaters and give the rest of the community compensation will determine how much it annoys me. But it is stupid. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just frustrating, mate. Like, you know, it's like, I, I said, I was like, it's easy to catch the, the 100K team that's literally in the top 10. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, there's no way that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. But like, what about, what about a player like you and me, for example, that knows how to cheat the game, that is like, Oh, I can, you know, I can try, you know, like I can spend all week, you know, doing doing the the hero, uh, the the web warrior nodes over and over and over again until I get the right RNG and waste like four hours of my evening or whatever doing it. Or I can just APK hack the hell out of the game and do it in a minute. You know what I mean? And like, how are you going to catch? Like, I mean, yeah, how are you going to catch someone that's got a 15, 16 mil TCP that's cheating? You know what I mean? It's I, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know how they do it, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just upsetting. You know what I mean? Like that's, 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 that's my main sort of bone of contention with it. Fair enough. Mm. I, I said, I was like, it feels like running a marathon. You train hard all year. You know, my roster is in its athletic prime. You know, I'm, I feel like I've overtrained. You know, my dark hunt is a pretty hench now. Um, I took them way higher than I'm comfortable doing. And, um, so, you know, you start the race and halfway along, a load of players just flip you the Vs and jump in a taxi to the finish line. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and at some point, people are going to be like, if you can't beat them, join them. And then at that point, the integrity of the game's completely gone. You know what I mean? Like, there are games like, uh, I can't think of, I can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head where it's just rife with hackers and you're like, and it's almost accepted. You know what I mean? Oh, that, oh, that guy's hacking. It's just yeah. like, I don't, I don't want that for this game. You know what I mean? It'll just completely turn me off it. No, so that, that's again. That's what they need to. They need to come down hard and fast on the people that they've proven to be doing that. And like, if you hack a game, I don't understand why they wouldn't just immediately give you a lifetime ban. 
know what I mean? It's the simplest things. Go, oh, you, you, you've hacked into something secure. See you later forever. Yeah. Done. I mean, it's definitely against the terms of service, isn't it? So. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's difficult because obviously they've got envoys and stuff that, you know, like are there trusted people to like put information out about the game and stuff. And they're just ignoring the envoys at this point. You know what I mean? Like people, you know, content creators that I watch have literally said like in, in, in like envoy chats, like people are doing this, you know, leaderboards are a bad idea and they're being ignored and they're putting out content saying we're being ignored. So I don't know. It's just a mess and they need to sort it out. And uh, with that, I'm going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. What? Uh, okay, right. So uh, the Doctor Strange Heartless event finished. Um, how did you get on in the end? No, uh, credit for credit's due. That, that was an event and a half. I really enjoyed that event. Yeah, absolutely. I love a campaign event. I like the fact they had a new difficulty. Um, wasn't as difficult as I expected it to be, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I got to five star. Boom. Boom. Awesome. Perfect uh, Perfect for the old, uh, the Dark Hole team. That's great. So um, good. So yeah. good. <laughs> is he um is he is he regularly in your um in your raid team now or are you still using Deathpool? Uh I'm still using Deathpool on um Mystic. So he's okay. a battery for um Icarus and Cersei. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's you just completely nullify the opponents with those two because well those three I should say. So if you get enough kills and get the right RNG to feed Icarus Cersei energy. The, the enemies just never take any turns. So you're constantly just removing that um, that speed bar. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I was considering getting rid of um, Cloak and Dagger and putting Thanos and maybe I'll put in Doctor Strange next to... Uh, so I could put Thanos right next to Icarus. So he's feeding him energy all the time as well. So he's just constantly doing assault. <laughs> <laughs> Worth... Worth, worth a play, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, trust. Yeah, good point. Good point. Right. Okay. Uh, so, also this week, we have had um, the block party and back to bootcamp event. Uh, they popped back up again, which is always appreciated. Um, have you upgraded your um, skill military anymore, or are you just like, don't care? No, skill military can still get in the bin until they give me someone good. Um, but <laughs> the, the block party I did, I hadn't actually gone to the End level of that, so I did do that. Um, whenever that event was on yesterday, before whenever it was. Yeah, I think it wrapped up yesterday, like at the time of recording. So, sweet mate. Okay, right. Um, and then a little bit later on in the week, we had um, this guess who uh, thing drop. Um, so we've got four new characters. Obviously, two of them we know. So let's scratch those two off. What What are we thinking here, buddy? These last two characters. Oh. First of all, I hadn't noticed this when I looked at this before because I was focusing on shadows. That Morgan Le Fay is quality. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That's wicked. I would noticed that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's wicked. Um, and I'm hoping, well, yeah, what, what I want is probably not what they're going to give me because what I want is it for you Blade and Gambit. Mm. What I think it would be, I mean, it could be, it could be Blade. To be fair, um, yeah, I'm I'm fairly fairly confident that's going to be played. I hope so. I think that's going to be Gambit. Mm. I think that's going to be. Um, 
Oh, the, the mate from that, he's going to be the fifth X Factor character, but he's, whose name is escaping me at the minute. Oh, what Havoc? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, just don't, I think that is a, a massive tease for Gambit because yeah. it couldn't it couldn't look more like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be, um, yeah, I think it's going to be Havoc from the mm. X Factor. Okay. So that, that you, you sent me a picture of it. And uh, when you said I was like 100%, so right, yeah. definitely going to be that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel sorry for Torna. Um, you know, like Torna, Torna has literally been like, from like day one that Strikeforce came out, he's like, can I please have Gambit? Like, and he's been like the whole way through. He's been, he's, he's like been playing since day one. And this, this blew his mind, you know, he was super excited about it. And, you know, it very well could not be, uh, could not be the, um, his favourite character, but we'll see. Uh, poor guy um yeah i mean i mean how many generic bald characters are there in like in comics you know i mean you've literally like um i mean it could be another spider you never know but like i'm just gonna say blade confirmed mate with the uh with this one here i think it certainly looks like it the only thing that's giving me pause is the size of that nameplate okay yeah yeah do you know what i mean because Havoc and Blade, the same number of letters. And mm. if that's not, that is a much smaller nameplate. And I can't think who else that could be. If it's not Havoc or Gambit, which is even more letters. Yeah. That, that's the only the only thing that worries me about that not being Blade. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing with the nameplate, I mean, if you look at this, this Doctor Strange uh, Heartless, like they've added like the little brackets. To, like, that wasn't there before, was it? So. They've also Strange Supreme there instead of Doctor Strange. Like he is in game. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Yeah. I, I well, tell you what. I, I tell you what, one thing as well. I just noticed that. Um, I don't know if anyone else has mentioned. How many of these characters are farmable, fountainable, whatever you want to call it? Um. I mean, obviously that this this is forgivable because this is current patch. Yeah. Um, but. The yeah. Silver Samurai Lady Deathstrike, I mean, obviously, Omega Red's a legendary, so take it out of the equation, but yeah. Silver Samurai Lady Deathstrike aren't, are they? No. No, he's running or in any store. Same as Icarus and Cersei. Obviously, Dormammu again. Um, yeah, DD5. That's fine. Magic can't get anywhere. Ghost Spiders in the Raid Milestone, so I would count that. I think that's fair. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're uh, in a higher alliance, yeah. Yeah. Um, Scarlet and Spider Punk are nowhere. T'Challa... Is in battle pass, is it? One, yeah, yeah, sorry, you're right. He's in strike pass battle pass, yeah. But that's that's wrapping up in a couple of days, I think. Yeah. And then yeah, literally the rest of them not not anywhere yet. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting stuff. I think what I do love that they put up that picture and then they put up that thing of Mr. Sinister being, being a smug smug son of a gun. Is it is that like yeah, is that like their trolling face? Do you think? I think so. Yeah. So again, I just like, that must be because they know that's not Gambit, and everyone's going to think it is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so uh, Fran um, at JMNZF92. Why is he laughing? Is he laughing because we think those are Gambit and Rogue like every single month? That's funny. <laughs> oh, here he is. This guy, the old uh, at the Pocket Taco Two. Give us Iron Man rework and farmable teal gear. He's he was he's the uh, the guy who was like, give us any venom shots. Unbelievable. 
the, the comment underneath has, um, here's a good point though give us um, or just give us superior eye man I'll take that yeah I don't know. So, um, yeah, so let us know in the comments who you think the other two are going to be. Obviously, you know, um, once they get, once they drop, don't, don't post them down in the comments, but, you know, like, do, do whatever you like, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, what else have we got to deal with this week, mate? Um, blog Party came back. We've dealt with that. Guess who? Right, okay, so let's hit this week's blog post, mate. Ooh. So we've got a couple of kits for you to deal with, mate. Um, and, Easy. yeah. Right, uh, right. I'll hit this bit, mate, and then you can you can do the uh, the next if you like. Jessica Drew. Yeah. All right. So, um, so this uh, this week's blog post: A Force of Nature. Uh, greetings, commanders. Introducing A Force. The battle for Alliance supremacy is about to heat up with the upcoming arrival of Alliance Wars' new weapon of helicarrier destruction, A Force. The new team will be a war offense scalpel, available, sorry, capable of picking apart many of the top war defenses with precision. It will feature four members for now, including longtime best friends Captain Marvel and Jessica Jones. I don't know they're best friends. Um, they'll both be receiving updates with the forthcoming version 6.1 release, updating their base stats and forming new synergies with their A Force allies. Now let's meet the fresh faces of A Force. So, first up, Spider Woman. Uh, Jessica Drew was just seven years old when she contracted uranium poisoning from her father's genetic experiments on spiders. Her father saved Jessica's life by injecting her with the experimental spider-derived serum and suspending her in hibernation in a genetic accelerator. Jessica spent decades in stasis receiving subliminal education via tapes, and when she finally awakened fully cured, Jessica had only aged to her teens. She formed new powers including superhuman strength, agility, reflexes, and wall-crawling abilities. Jessica's body also produced bioelectricity that she could discharge through her hands, and a pheromone that... Uh, elicited fear, attraction, and repulsion in others. Alone in the world and struggling to come to terms with her powers, Jessica was recruited by an underground criminal organization where she trained to be an expert assassin by Taskmaster and assigned to kill S.H.I.E.L.D. director Nick Fury. However, during the mission, just during the mission Jessica learned from, Fury's, uh, from Fury the true nature of her employers, which led to her abandoning the organization. When Jessica's original memories were eventually restored, Jessica adopted the name Spider-Woman and become one of Earth's most valuable heroes. Cool backstory, I do like her backstory. I, I tell you what, man, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I, 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 I didn't know anything about Spider Woman. Yeah. Um, Spider Woman swings into the A Force team as a blaster with high damage and speed. In addition to painful attacks, she brings a good deal of damage mitigation with her A Force allies by the way of a passive ability, Pheromone Fighter. And speaking of pheromones, mm -hmm. you can see her pheromones in action during an Alliance War offense battle. She can lower the accuracy of enemies who possess offense down when Spider-Woman is above 30% health and has three or more A-Force allies. Keep in mind that Spider-Woman starts an alliance or offense match by applying offense down, which has three or more A-Force allies, so this accuracy ability can be very powerful. And trap enemies in a web of pain with Spider-Woman. So, traits. Hero, City, Bio, Blaster, and A-Force. No Spider-Verse. That's three. bonkers, isn't it? It's different. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, do you want to do the passive first? Start the passive. So, pheromone fighter on spawn, on spawn, apply defense up for two turns to self and all A force allies. On turn, heal for 20% of this character's max health, gain 25% focus per A force ally, gain 10% max health. A force allies gain 10% max health. 
And on war offense, on spawn, if this character has three or more A-Force allies, apply offense down for two turns to all enemies. And also on war, gain 10,000% resistance against offense down, so you never put an offense down there. And on war offense, uh, A-Force allies gain 10,000% resistance against offense down. And in war offense, if this character has three or more A-Force allies above 30% health, lower the accuracy by 25% for all enemies with offense down. Tasty. Mm. Um, so basic swift strikes attack primary target for 260% damage and apply defense down for two turns and change two adjacent targets for 210% damage and apply defense down and this attack cannot be counter attacked or blocked it's a really good basic yeah it is isn't it I really like that yeah damage isn't massively high but defense down for two turns mm. the main and then defense down on two other targets is good yeah it's a shame it's chain and not rebound but Mm. <laughs> so special gliding assault energy cost six six quite expensive um, mm. attack primary target for 350 percent damage and apply ability block for one turn heal block for two turns and offense down for two turns and then chain to four adjacent targets for 350 percent damage and apply heal block for two turns and offense down for two turns um, and gain a thousand uh, sorry 100 extra focus for this attack this attack is unavoidable and cannot be blocked and on war offense gain 50% damage per A force ally. And also on war, this attack cannot be counter attacked. It's good. Mm -hmm. Powerful. Again, expensive, but it should be for the amount of stuff it does, especially on war offense. So if yeah. you've got full A force team, when they, well, yeah, four A force members for now, that's 500% um, damage to five enemies. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Then the ultimate. Ultimate Venom Blast, energy cost 4-6, attack primary target for 360% damage with an additional 50% damage per negative effect on the primary target, and again, no cap. Flip two positive effects to negative effects on the primary target and extend the duration of all negative effects by one. This attack cannot be counter-attacked or dodge, and on a war offense, it cannot be blocked. That's a fantastic armor, I think. Yeah. That's, um, that's going to be really high damage to, to a single target. Yeah, yeah, potentially, and it's yeah. I mean, start yeah, four six, not bad, not bad. Yeah, again, if you put her in a team that puts a lot of negative effects on, it's good. It's a yeah. good start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, right, so next up, we have got Nico Minoru. Um, I'll read through this, mate, just to uh, to save your uh, voice. Um, no do you know anything about Nico Minoru? Nothing. Okay, cool. Me either. Let's go. So every year, Nico Minoru's parents would join five other couples in a charity event. But one, hang on, hang on a minute, wait. Every year, Nico Minoru's parents would join five other couples in a charity event. But one year, Nico and several other kids spied on their parents to see what they were up to. Nico was shocked to discover her parents speaking a strange enchantment and then sacrificing an innocent girl during a mysterious group ritual. What the hell? Um, after uncovering the truth about her parents, that they were supervillains, Nico ran away from home, but she was soon found by her parents and revealed that they were dark sorcerers. When Nico's mother attempted to stab her with a staff, the staff of one, Nico, Nico's body absorbed it. Nico soon discovered that, like her parents, she was also a sorcerer. Um, <laughs> the staff of one empowered Nico with the ability to cast spells verbally, but she could only cast a given spell once. 
After the demise of her parents and now empowered with her new abilities, Nico became a superhero. Of course she did. She joined forces with the likes of A-Force, Cloak and Dagger, the Young Avengers, the Avengers, the X-Men, and Doctor Strange in her many adventures. Jeez, what, what, a, what a backstory. I mean, it's dark as hell. Isn't it? Oh my God, I was like, where's this going? I was like, am I on like, the right page? You know what I mean? I was, all right, okay, uh, Nico joins her A-Force allies as a controller and she features high health and speed. Her kit features the necessary tools to help shut down some of the top war defenses, as well as additional health and positive effects for her A-Force teammates. And as a nod to Nico's ability to only cast a spell once using the Staff of One, her abilities feature a bit of fun by applying a random positive effect when using her basic, special and ultimate abilities for the first time in battle. That's cool. Make your enemies outlook grim with Nico Minoru. So, traits, hero, globally, mystic, controller, and A-Force. Right, okay, and do you want the passive? So, passive, blood, sorcery, metal. As you say, yeah. <laughs> um, on spawn, apply safeguard, immunity, and death proof to the highest A-Force, uh, highest health A-Force ally. Um, apply immunity and death proof to the lowest health ally. Okay, 50% drain, 50% focus, 40% focus for each A-Force ally, 10% max health per A-Force ally, and A-Force allies also gain 10% max health. Nice. That's pretty, that's pretty good. No, nothing to do with war, um, with war in there. So that's a bit no, weird. and also the apply immunity and death proof just says the lowest health ally, not the lowest health A-Force ally, which is interesting. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and uh, basic blood strike. Blood strike. Um, 270% damage, clear all heal block and stun from the ally with the highest damage. Nice. And call that ally to attack the primary target. After every use of this ability, after the first time during a match, randomly choose one of the following effects. Um, apply bleed to the primary target, gain defense up, or heal the most injured ally or self by 15% of this character's max health. It says randomly choose. Mm. That's interesting. I wonder if that's worded correctly, because that gives us the impression that we can choose the effect. Yeah. Which would be very new. Mm. Well, it's interesting that's to see a, what that looks like when that goes live. That's a really useful basic, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Okay. Clear stun all day. There's nothing about awesome. clearing stun. Yeah, same, same. Um, this is a little bit of an anti-heroes for our team as well. <laughs> so, isn't it? Mm. Um, so special occult bloodletting. <laughs> <laughs> Energy cost by five. Attack primary and adjacent targets for 250% damage and apply two bleed. Gain two regen. After every use of this ability, after the first time during a match, randomly choose one of the following effects. Apply disruptive to the primary target, gain death proof, apply two counter to adjacent allies, and on war offense, this attack cannot be blocked. Okay. Mm -hmm. A little bit low damage, but I think we're going to make up for it here. So, ultimate grim tidings energy cost 8 8. Attack all enemies for 450% damage and flip all of the following positive effects into negative effects. Deflect, speed up, and defense up. Weird that there's not got offense up. Interesting. 
And on war offense, if this character has three or more A-Force allies, apply two trauma, all delicious, um, and disrupted for two turns to the primary target and, uh, and sorry, the primary target, the enemy with the highest health and the enemy with the highest damage. Lovely. Mm. Um, after every use of this ability, after the first time during the match, randomly choose one of the following effects. Gain to evade, apply two deflect self and all allies, revive a dead ally with 20% base health, and on war offense, gain 100% extra focus, and it cannot be dodged, counterattacked, or blocked. It's really good. That's, That's really good. good. Again, expensive, but it should be. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, if you're bringing characters back, man, it should be. But wow, that's that's great. It's really good. I yeah. mean, much damage and a revive. And if you haven't, if you don't need it to be a revive, you can add evade or deflect. Mm. Oh, I like that a lot. I mean, she's she's a really useful character. You know what I mean? Like, she's a proper like can do a bit of everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Healing, she's reviving. Mm. I like that a lot. Okay, that's good. All right, so that um, so we've also got some updates to um, some of the rest of the A Force. Um, it's A Force, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so Jessica Jones updates. Um, she has had base stat increases for her health, damage, armor, focus, and speed. Her health has gone up by forty-one percent. Um, and from memory, she was pretty high health anyway. I think she felt like she was back in the day. I mean, admittedly, I've used her in a long, long time, but she felt like she was. It's only it felt like her. She was only second to Luke Cage in that original Defenders thing. Yeah. And she's, is it her focus that's ridiculous? Like, you just can never stick, like, negative effects on her. She always resists them. Resist, yeah. It's resistance. Um, that's right. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, shall we do the updates to her kit? Yeah, sure. We'll just start at the top, work way down, don't start at the passive. Oh, cool. So, okay, yeah. Um, um, her basic jawbreaker has now been added that it generates one ability energy for a random defender or a force alloy. It was not a full energy, so that's, that's the only change there. Mm. Um, her special shake it off is Ring Taylor Swift. No. Um, mm. Generate one ability, ability, ability energy for each defender or A Force ally, and generate four ability energy for random allies. Um, what? Four ability. Wow. All, all they've added there is A Force. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. And then they've also added Barrier Self and all A-Force allies for 20% of this character's max health and all other allies for 10%. And apply one defence up up to a maximum of three turns uh, to Self and all A-Force allies and apply one immunity to Self and all A-Force allies. None of that is in war, that's just in general, which is good. Mm. Ultimate Rejection um, has added the adjacent targets. So it used to just attack the primary target 400%, now it attacks primary and adjacent to 400. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And then her passive. Um, so her new passive reads gain 10% max health. A-Force allies gain 10% max health. Gain 40% armor and A-Force allies gain 40% armor. Gain 40% resistance and defender and A-Force allies gain 40% resistance. And additional city allies gain 20% and all other allies gain 50% resistance. And on war offense, on spawn, built fill speed bar by 5%. An additional five percent per a force ally. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, yeah. you'll be happy with the seven red star Jessica Jones that he's got sitting there. Who, who will? Woody from the oh. show. Nice. Yeah, he will be happy. Oh. All right. Uh, and then Captain Marvel has had boosts to health, damage, armor, resistance, and focus. So her new passive. Reads a gigantic, unnecessarily massive passive. Um, 
has added on end of turn, attack all enemies for 150% and clear all evade. And while in binary, in war, if this character has two or more A-Force allies, this attack will not be blocked or dodged. And then she also gains an extra 10% max health and A-Force allies gain an extra 10% max health. They're going to have a lot of health this team. That's mm. three characters that give them 10% max health. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah, that's, that's all they did. They just added to a passive all the pressure mm. attacks there, so. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, um, what's the... Is it the Gamma Raid? I'm going to get this wrong again, aren't I? Yeah, the Gamma Raid, the one that everyone hates. Yeah, okay. So, happy days. You know, um, hopefully that means she's a little bit more uh, more handy in that. So, thank you very much, Scopely. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> All right, okay. So, next up, we've got the Season Pass, uh, Season 15. So, Season 15 of Strike Pass is right around the corner and you don't want to miss the rewards you'll earn by completing your daily objectives. The new season kicks off on April 26th and will feature Misty Night character shards and Misty Knight's new private eye costume as a feature of rewards. Shout out, Hall and Oates. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, Pink Face Bits will be rewarded from various milestones, which you can use to purchase her bionic threads in the, in the costume store. The private eye costume will also have visual upgrade, which can be purchased using costume credits. Keep in mind that unused Pink Face Bits will be converted to costume credits on May 31st at a conversion rate of 60%, so be sure to scoop up Misty Knight's costume before then. Is that in? Is that in game? It's what in game? Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't noticed it, but admittedly, I haven't checked the store for one. So look. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't know. She, no, it's in game. no, it's not in game yet. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Awesome. So yeah, uh, and next up, dudes, do you want to hit the um, elite store? Sure. If you're looking to add more power to Morbius, skip the Blood Bank and opt for the power of Red Stars. Starting on April 28th, first day of the year, head to the Elite Store and sync your to direct Red Star promotions for this Dark Hunter controller using gold and silver promotion credits. And in the meantime, you can find Morbius character shards in Ultimus Orb, Basic Orb, Premium Orb, Mega Orb and the Supplies section in the store. All right, so into the weekly events. Uh, rack up character shards for three powerful characters with the upcoming events. For all bonus events, filter your roster using the feature trait to find all eligible characters and their corresponding nodes. So, uh, Phoenix Rising repeating legendary event um, rewards, obviously, Phoenix. And the required characters are five villain Mystic Controller characters at a minimum of five stars to recruit Phoenix. We also have a video of that available on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash foreplay UK. Yes. Um, and then... Also on April 25th, we've got the second run of the one blitz, the Mystic Protector Blitz. So make sure you blitz, get blitzing nerds. Indeed. And that's, that's no, it's unusual that that's the blitz. Normally, like the, the big character is the weekend blitz, but you know, um, yeah, get your eight blitz rotations in, guys. And then next, we've got the Tachyon Warrior Blitz for the weekend. So featuring Silver Samurai ca character shards. So that's probably one of the best blitz weeks we've had in a long time. That's good, that, yeah. Yeah, Silver Samurai's still needed and desperately need those one shards. I'm hoping, like I say, it's, like I say, it's all gone back as well. So I can spend some cores on that for that stupid Agatha event. Mm. So, Diggs, um, the the big thing for me um, is obviously your opinion on on characters and teams. What are you going to do with A-Force? I might. I might get stuck in. I'll see how what the unlock requirements are for those two. Mm. Other side, um, I mean, that I've, I've forgotten her name already. Nico, yeah, 
You may as well just call it Echo 2. Look at it. It looks identical. <laughs> yeah. You a second costume for, for Echo. They've replaced her old hugely sticks with a, with a staff. Yeah, there you go, look. They're taking a handprint off her face and giving her a staff. It's close. It is close, yeah. isn't it? Look, look at the... Go back to the Guess Who. So look at her there, right? And then look at the, the shadow. The, like, of... Um, like, scroll down a bit. But when I saw that, I was just like, let me start up in that echo again. Yeah. Slightly put the top knot up a little bit higher. No yeah. fun. <laughs> but no, to be fair, character looks good um, in terms of stats and stuff. Mm. So depending on how they unlock, I'll probably get stuck in with them. I need mm. a new war offense team to help with heroes to hire. Um, I've already got Jessica Jones and Captain Marvel at pretty high star levels anyway. They need adding stuff gear to and stuff but I think, yeah, I think they'd be good yeah man um, I'd say what like I mean I don't know much about Spider-Woman I know, I, I know she's been around for a long time but like I really like that costume it just pops yeah. for me I don't, I don't know what it is I've always liked that costume I think it's really underrated I think it's one of the most underrated costumes mm. yeah really really cool costume um, so yeah so yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for, um, for A-Force I guess um, I'd, I'd like to see who the fifth character is going to be um, but yeah I, I'm, say I wonder who they're going to add as the fifth character when they when I saw that they were announcing A Force, I did wonder if they were going to throw She Hulk in that team. Oh, okay. Is, is is she part of A Force then? She has been part of A Force, yeah. Mm. So I, I did wonder if they were going to throw her in. But if they were going to do that, I figured they would have done that from the start. Mm. Now I feel like they they they're going to add someone else, but I don't know who. Interesting. Well, yeah. Um, I guess I guess there's only one way to find out, mate. Just wait and see what uh, what. MSF decide to do next. <laughs> stay, stay tuned. That's it, yeah. All right, guys, um, please remember to rate and view this podcast however you consume it, and please do not forget to follow or subscribe. Remember, all roads lead to our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com slash uk. If you want to ask us a question for next week, um, or if you want to chat about, you know, who you think is coming to Marvel Strike Force, drop a comment down in the YouTube comments. Um, there's a link in the description if you're listening. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot for checking us out. And we will catch you next week. Um, Diggs, you got anything else you want to say? I'll tell you what, actually. I'll Go tell on. you who they should put in that A Force team. They should put in the Disco Dazzler. Do you remember That's... the Disco Dazzler? Disco Dazzler. Yeah, you've probably only ever heard of her from watching comic book men, but she was the superhero that uses music and she turns like the sound into light and then uses it as like energy beams, but she's all about disco. She used to go perform on stage at the Disco Dazzler, mate. That's what they should get in. That, yeah, that needs to happen. I'm, I'm, well, I'm well up for that. Working, isn't it? <laughs> you, you heard oh. it here first. Disco Dazzler coming to MSF. Big gigantic disco ball just drops from the sky. It's all right, but... You can have that one for free, Scopely. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thanks a lot and good luck, Commanders. Boom. <laughs>